So I certainly was trying to understand and track the weather as it came through. And at some point I came to understand that uh, this was one of the, was going to be one of the safest places a person could be here up here at uh, Temuatu. And um, so I think we were pretty fortunate to be up here. Um, the big challenge doesn't seem to have been wind so much, but water of every type. And, um, and up here we were protected from that. And we weren't supposed to drive anywhere. <laughs> so it didn't matter that the roads were closed. <laughs> We did wonder how long we would be here. <laughs> and I thought maybe we'd just extend the retreat. Because what else is there to do if the, ro- the roads have washed away? But uh, the roads, hung, apparently some places the roads hung, hung in just well enough. So we can kind of make our way back. But you're going to go back to uh, your uh, to people who have lived through it. Some of them lived through it much more intensely than us here. Some of them who lived through watching the news. And the news is an intense thing to watch. When I was a um, living at the monastery deep in the California mountains, back then they had newspapers. <laughs> remember that? Some of you remember. <laughs> And um, But the newspapers would always come a few days late. And so I started reading the newspapers two or three days after they were printed. And what was remarkable was how different it felt to read old news, even though it was new for me. But knowing it was two days old, the difference was I didn't have the same level of alarm. Like just like something like, oh, you know, oh, you know, oh, no. And that was a newspaper. And now we have the instant communication of all these events in the world. There's a big difference between rushing back and trying to get up to date to everything that's happening that you don't really need to know right away. There's wisdom to as needed. You don't need to feed yourself up to date all the difficulties in order to be a responsible, responsible citizen, it might be better to read the news late, a day or two later. And some some of you, it's going to be a week late. So, but but don't be careful. The, the need to rush back to catch up to up to date is probably not necessary. It's probably not useful for you or for the people around you. And how you live your life now, how you come back. Uh, you have an opportunity to come back from this retreat to consider going back in a way that's helpful for the people who are there who didn't have this chance. Uh, when the United States went through the trauma of 9/11, uh, the IMC community met, and we had to probably, you know, to support each other through it. And there were some people in the community who were going off to do the three-month retreat at Inside Meditation Society just a couple of days after the event. And I went to find them, and I said to them, you might feel like this is not the time to go off on a silent retreat. The whole country, the whole world needs us all to come together and to be here, and it feels like you have to be here to care for people or something. 
And I said, oh, that's nice, but this going off to do a three-month retreat is one of the best responses you can do in a situation like this. Because the world is suffering, and we need some people who are plumbing to the depths of the suffering, really kind of going down and finding the, the roots of it, and, uh, and coming back and showing this is possible, this freedom from suffering, at a degree that's not possible simply by rearranging the roads, you know, or you know, moving things around a little bit, or understanding the latest news or something. And so you've been involved here in a practice, an ancient practice, that was not designed for stress reduction. It was designed for these times, these kinds of events, these ki- this, ki- this kind of life. It, it wasn't a practice that was meant to somehow ignore all that or pretend it doesn't exist. I think the Buddha had this in mind, that this practice is relevant for, <coughs> for this world as we find it now. And it's relevant for us, so we could track ourselves, watch ourselves, be on top of ourselves enough that we know how to stay on the wholesome side of responding and not in the unwholesome side of reacting. And we have confidence in that, confidence in it's worthwhile tracking ourselves and following ourselves and caring for ourselves and finding the ways to not get swept away and reactivity and fear and all that. It's worthwhile. And it's worthwhile for you, but it's also worthwhile for the people around you. A lot of people don't have the resources of a retreat, of mindfulness, of practice, of meditation. Don't have never heard about wholesome and unwholesome. And my hope, and one of the reasons reasons I teach the Dharma is so people like you you all can make the world a better place. That you're agents of change by how you are, by how you meet people, <coughs> how you care for people. And this is a time. If you're able to build on the retreat here, build on your mindfulness, to have the faith, the trust in this process of mindfulness, in this process of paying a t- careful attention to what's going on inside of you. So in a genuine way with integrity, you can enter the world in whole- wholesomely. People out there are going to need to be around people who are not anxious. That might be too high a bar to expect that you won't be anxious. (laughs) But maybe you'll be less anxious than a lot of the others. Maybe you can, by this practice, you've learned to be less anxious so that you're more available for the people around you. People need you now. So I think it's been phenomenally auspicious that you all came here to be on retreat, to do this deep inner work at this junction of the history of this island.
it's an historic event. May it be an historic event that you are here. Who knows what will ripple away from here? This is a phenomenally powerful and good thing that you've been doing this week. If you can trust that and build on it, who knows? If they look back in a hundred years, five hundred years, will they remember the cyclone? Or will they remember you for your kindness showing a different way? So what I'd like to do is to brief, just a brief sitting in meditation. And I want to ask you a few questions about what you feel you can tap into to support you now, these next 24 hours, support you (coughs) as you return and as you begin making contact with this world. So to take uh, your meditation posture... And gently taking a few long, slow, deep breaths. And as you exhale, remember some of the best time for you on this retreat. Remember a time that you were settled, calm or peaceful to some degree. And taking a few moments to recognize how you are right now. And knowing how you are with respect for how you are, feel how you are. And with respect for how you are, relax. Whatever it's easy to relax. And then spend a few moments considering if there's anything that you learned on this retreat 
that can support you. As you leave the retreat, Were there any teachings? <laughs> any new understanding of the practice? Any new insights or understandings? As you know yourself, maybe you know a little bit what it's like for you to be challenged. And what wisdom do you have about the support you could, you could use in challenging times? What are the things you can do that will support you? Is there anything that you have confidence in that would be good to remember, keep close by? meditation support you over the next week
And one of the ways to be supported through crisis is to offer support to others. Even if it's very small thing, what might you do for neighbors, friends, family, community, so that you become one of the helpers. And finally, one of the remarkable parts of this time of emergency is the tremendous amount of people who are helping. There's a tremendous amount of goodness that has sprung from this time of difficulty. (coughs) Maybe that goodness inspires you to be one of the helpers in whatever way that works for you and your life. May all beings be safe. May all beings be supported. May all beings know that they're not alone. There's community and a whole country to support them. May all beings be loved. May all beings be happy. (laughs) 